Welcome back to the Stars Baby Do It. We are here with an analysis, a very exciting analysis, an analysis that maybe is coming in just under our Court of Thorns and Roses analysis. Mm, We're here definitely. to talk about. We're just over. Yeah, in Mimi's opinion, probably just over because you uh, didn't like Agrotar. I know, I know. Don't come for me. This book, love. Come I was so her. glad to get into a fantasy book and be able to talk to you guys about it. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I'm like realizing that now because we talk about books all the time, but you're right. This was like a fantasy world that yeah. you got into. Also, let me say this morning, Mitch is home and I told him, oh, I'm recording fourth wing analysis today. He goes, what's fourth wing? I said, oh, that book. He goes, oh, the sexy dragon book. I'm like, yep, exactly. <laughs> the sexy it's dragon book. Sexy dragon book. <laughs> sexy know. fairy book. Sexy dragon book. <laughs> But Love I did <laughs> see so much on like book talk of people being like fourth wing is the ultimate book to get non-fantasy readers into fantasy, like getting romance readers into fantasy. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Tell us why you get into it. Why you got um, into it. Well, you know, I read it over a day ago, so I don't fully remember all the details of the book, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. Like it sucked me in and there. And you know what? I struggled with Akatar, A Court of Thorn and Roses is um just the strategy chalk strategy talk was like a lot for me i just wanted things to keep moving and keep going and i feel like fourth wing had that danger element that i wasn't really like yes there was danger in akatar but i didn't feel it and for me like a book experience is making me feel like i'm really living in that world and i don't know maybe mm. that that translates to world building just having been really amazing i really love that I'm curious if you like the second one then, because spoiler, if you didn't read it, then just go read it before you listen to this. Spoilers um, for this whole episode. Yeah, this definitely. This entire episode of spoilers. But the second book, I think maybe there'll be a little bit more like strategy talk and stuff like that. So I know. We'll see. I know. And that's like, I enjoyed A Court of Thorn and Roses. Um, I enjoyed it. And then I was excited to read the second one and everyone else was blowing up. They were like, oh my gosh, the second one, you think you like the first, but just wait. And then the second one was where it lost me because of all that strategic kind mm -hmm. of conversations that was going on. So yeah, I hope that the second one, I don't know, I'm excited because I can tell that there's a revolution coming, obviously, or there's yeah. some sort of, yeah, there's going to be strategy talk. But now that I'm already invested in the characters and in the relationships, more so than when, when I was with like Akatar, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe this is exactly that, like to get non-fantasy readers into fantasy. And oh. I will say for anybody who is new here, because you're like fourth wing, yes, uh, we're going to not just talk about fourth wing, but we're going to go over each of the characters from the book or if not each of them, the main ones that we've, you know, plucked out for mm -hmm. you here and talk about what we think their astrology signs are. That's the whole deal. So I'm just thinking that I love that Mimi the Aries is like, I got into this world building dangerous <laughs> dragon world. I'm like, yeah. all right, we got you. Yes. And Martha and I are like, it's okay if there's fantasy. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want thing, but also I think that could be my Taurus because I'm like, I want it to be something that I can feel is very real. And so something about the relationships to the dragons like that was probably the most likely part of the book for to lose me because it's not something that I could imagine as extremely real and in my reality but something about it made it feel like oh I could be living this I could be experiencing this and I feel like that's just my top three like Aries violence Leo can I see myself in the story and Taurus does this feel like something reality based it's funny yeah. you say that because I feel like that's why I like fantasy. And when I first started reading again, when I got really into it, I was only reading romance. 
Mm. And now, and then I went over to fantasy and now I have a hard time going back to romance because I find the characters are like not real enough for me. Yeah. Like there's not enough character building. Like I'm not like a, in love with them, but I feel like in fantasy, maybe there's some wiggle room yeah. or they're just really well written. I'm not sure which one it is, but I feel like I can get into it more. Yeah. Like I think with, I mean, romance books have a place in my heart, obviously, and in the world and, um, even the bad ones are good. But um, I think that like <laughs> with romance books, it's okay if the characters are a little bit more one note. Whereas with fantasy, there's so much like dynamic energy going around that like you can't just be someone who wants to fall in love. You also have to be someone who can like cross this parapet and who's afraid to, you know, live in her brother's shadow. Like there's just so much going on in Violet's more dimension. head. Yeah, so much more dimension. Well, you can yeah. be like the person who just wants to fall in love, but then you're like this not the main character. Yeah. <laughs> at all yeah yeah not in this book <laughs> or or like the circumstances of a fantasy novel then force you out of that a little bit i feel like there's you know the the different circumstances like we don't have these dragon training situations even if somebody i mean who did just want to fall in love ends up in this situation well i think i'd rather survive you know that type of uh i guess like danger element that comes and for her who never like violet who never wanted this mm. i think that that's one reason that we can like connect with her as a main character because she i think we've all been in a situation where we're like i thought that things were going to go this way and mm. then they so didn't go that way and i have to use what i've got and decide if i'm going to sink or swim and i think that that's where a lot of us you know can relate where whether it's a fantasy or not yeah <laughs> And also just yeah. bringing it back to why we decided to bring this episode out now, it's because the second book is officially out. Obviously, while we're recording, it's not out. So we haven't read any of it yet. Although there is an excerpt out that we could be reading. You got me so excited there. I was like, what? Is no, out? but when this episode comes out, the second book is out. So look yes. at us, podcast planners. We're just, this is a party, a party for <laughs> fourth wing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And what a good cozy read to the second book, I'm sure. Oh, it's going to be great. And this, I will say, like, we have chatted with so many people how this has just given us a book hangover. I know. Like, I've had such a big book hangover. Me too. I have like <laughs> 10 books in my graveyard. But <laughs> it's okay. My book graveyard. Yes, really? I agree. Like I read, I consumed this book in two days, which was pretty average yeah. for me. Like I would read a 400, 500 page book in like two, three days, whatever. Now I have literally been using my entire hold on Libby 14 days for one book because I am in yeah. such a slump. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to compete. Ugh, I picked up some fantasy books after, which I'm sure I normally would have been like, okay with. Yeah. And I'm like, these are so drab subpar yeah <laughs> drab <laughs> i don't know why i imagine you in like a film noir with a cigarette yeah. <laughs> with like a fairy man on the front cover of a book it's so drab okay well i'm reading divine rivals right now and i feel like that wording came from that book probably mm, i am okay. not me i am the books i read <laughs> gemini rising <laughs> oh my god wait but that's so that's another reason with fourth wing like just i don't know there's some sort of little kid part of like i'm a badass dragon rider i don't know maybe not just little kid part but there's there's something about it where we get to feel 
we get to feel something that we're never going to get to feel in real life, but it's close enough to feeling real. Like you said, Mimi, that we can really like, I don't know, see ourselves in it. Yeah. It's such a bond that I'm sure like I've imagined throughout my entire life being able to like communicate to my animals or whatever. I'm sure so many people would love to do that. And and I don't know, something about the relationship with the dragons is giving me like Hedwig energy. Like it's a bond. It's they care for each other. This is Harry Potter for anybody who isn't a pothead. There's just like such a I don't know, such a connection. And I I, maybe because I was able to relate it to that, that I was like really down for these dragon dragon friendies. Dragon friendies. Well, <laughs> should we talk about Violet? Uh, yes, I'm like postponing because I don't want it to be over, but we've hardly even started. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's go big and start big yeah, and talk about big. Violet Soren Gale. Okay, definitely need to like maybe like Aquarius or Virgo because she's really smart and like the way she like overcame so many things were like through intellect rather than being like a brute force yeah like I definitely felt some mercurial energy from her because clearly she wanted to be in the scribe wing or I might be saying that wrong I'm sorry quadrant quadrant thank you the um scribe quadrant like she clearly has a love for words the written word the intellectual side of things history yeah yes history buff but I will say I'm gonna drop this bomb here is that we did learn what month she was born in, and it's July. So uh, mm. I would have to choose Leo over Cancer for her. Yeah, that's true. Well, but well, I don't know. She had a big family aspect and also history I would put under Cancer. Mm, that's true. Like, yeah. caring, caring for what's come before. So my initial thoughts, the only thing that I had for this, and it might be totally not expected is um Pisces energy for her because she totally goes she does everything that everybody else wants her to do and totally self-sacrifices herself and so that's why I could go for cancer because it also brings in that like such a caring aspect and doing things for for the mother literally the mother like ruling her life and like dictating what she does and literally the way she got her little baby dragon like wh- how she got Taryn was by like taking care of the little baby dragon which I don't even want to pronounce first because like it's one of those names in the book that I just skipped over I and Darna. Like, well I listened to the book so I got you for pronunciation <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean upon first reflection when I like read that her birthday was in July I was like let me think about it and I went with Leo like just in my own opinions, but I, I get what you're saying with all of that. I guess, I guess she is, she doesn't, uh, cancer energy does things through feeling and she does do that. But I also feel like she, she's so strategic in the way in which she does things because she realizes her weaknesses and doesn't want to be seen as weak. You know, like she's, I don't know, kind of like, I'm aware that I'm not able to do this. Yeah, I'm very aware that I'm not able to do this and doesn't, I feel like she has like a type of Leo strength in that way of like, no need to tell me, I got it. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, and then finds a way to, uh, to make it work, which I'm not saying cancer can't do that, but it's yeah, just, I mean, that's also kind of cardinal spot. energy, which could be cancer. I mean, there are different points, True. like different parts of her that I could see as either like, cause the Leo, I mean, a big part of her 
she main character energy obviously but also like yeah. literally her hair tells everybody who she is tells everybody that yeah. she's a Storingale. so i exactly. wouldn't be surprised if there's like cancer and leo in her top three yeah i would okay. go with like cancer leo aquarius what so the aquarius or, we, or pisces. The intellectual i'm not super attached to pisces because i feel like we get the same things out of the cancer yeah okay well, well, the Aquarius, because the intellectual and very, like, innovative and more, like, humanitarian mindset. Like, thinking about everyone, not, like, super self. And I like the Aquarius Cancer. I think all of that is more, yeah, Aquarius Cancer is great. I feel like all of that is so Virgo, though, because if, if it were to be yeah. expressed through Aquarius energy, she definitely would not have gone against what she knew was right for her. And I feel like that drive towards, like, the Scribe Quadrant would have been... Like, you couldn't have stopped her from going there. True. No. Yeah. That's true, true, yeah. true. I was trying to, like, not say Virgo because I always say Virgo. Like, Virgo Scorpio is every character in every <laughs> I feel like Aquarius, too. Aquarius comes in there with, like, the misunderstood character, you right. know? But she's more like, I, I can see Virgo for the scribe things for the like her way of attacking a scary problem is literally reciting verbatim like a, a text yeah that's yeah. like how virgo is that when you think about it you know so i could definitely see and you know she is really i don't know the the written word the books part of it it's not the same as like that gemini mercurial energy of just the facts yeah. i think the virgo energy appreciates more so the things and guarding the physical history of it as well yeah but i the more i think about it though i can see like the cancer of like having a really big connection with her dad and wanting to follow what her dad did but obviously can't go against her mom and like her sister means everything and like and then the i mean anybody who would have you know lost a loved one would feel so especially if they burn all of your stuff like would feel so excited and and what overwhelming crazy tradition that to, is i know we're not gonna feel grief know, we're just gonna to, burn uh, it and pretend he never existed like that's insane yeah True. All right, Capricorn okay. society. Yeah, so we can... no, I'm just kidding. That's that's not totally, but <laughs> Capscorp. Capscorp, yeah. I do have one quote that is right after she spoiler. If listen, we already told you there's spoilers for the whole sh the this whole episode. But um this one quote, Jack is dead. I killed him. I'm the reason his parents will get a letter, the reason his name will be etched into stone. That like solidifies some cancer shit. But it also solidifies, mm -hmm. I think, that Virgo because she has such yeah. a deep respect for life even someone's life like even someone who was going to kill her she after yeah. she killed jack she was like i should have just died because i don't want to live with this pain you know mm -hmm. she has such a respect in that and immediately going to um oh my his parents now are going to be heartbroken or going to have to deal with all of this like that real and painful. helping her friend go and sneak out to see her family yeah okay okay all right yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Cancer okay. Sun, Virgo Rising, Leo Moon. Oh, Leo Moon makes sense actually, because they're in my mind. At some point, I was like, she could be an Aries Moon, but yeah, I like this Fire Moon for her. Okay. okay. Let's do that. Yeah, and she's not super flashy. Like when you meet her, she kind of well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like she kind of would like to skate under yes. the radar, right? Yeah. Oh well, definitely when she was going into the quadrant being like yeah. i'm clearly like smaller and stand out but i don't want to stand out 
Yeah. Ooh, and that puts her Leo Moon in the twelfth house too, which just like puts more of that uh hidden Pisces. hidden energy. Yeah, Pisces. Yeah. And then the Cancer yeah. would be in the eleventh house, which there's your little Aquarian influence. Look, see, there we go. God, we're Nailed such it. professionals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Dane. Dane. Dane, definitely Capricorn. Should we do a little refresh of who Dane is? Okay, sure. Yeah. Childhood friend. Dane is her like childhood bestie, like could be some romance there, almost is some romance there. And he is a um backstabber. Backstabber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a squad wing leader. He's a wing leader. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and he is really, really protective over Violet and he you know like everybody has this notion of how weak Violet is and so he is really like it's out of love like he's trying to protect her but then is not kind of (laughs) is blind to the reality of the situation and um and he also has the ability to uh have somebody's memories if he's touching them the recent memories right yes yeah and just while you're talking like Aquarius came to me for him because it's like I know this hurts your feelings, but it's for the good of the people. Like, all right, Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. True. You know. But he, then I also he, see like Capricorn because he was such a rule stifler. Yes. Oh my God. Of course. Yeah. 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 Like tradition like is so good. Aquarius. But he also could have a little bit of Libra in a way of really not wanting to rock the boat in any way and it was like i don't think an aquarius or a capricorn maybe a capricorn depending but would like give as much of a shit as like i don't know rocking rocking the boat like with the rules for capricorn yeah but an aquarius wouldn't give a shit but i think there was some sort of libra part of him that was i don't know a little bit just... I do like that. Yeah, I, I like, that. Really like that. We can throw it. Aquarius away because Capricorn, I feel like, gets the same thing, which is like like the opportunist. I have this power. I can use this and we can move forward. Yeah, I kind of like that. I think it can yeah. be all of those, like Libra, Capricorn, and Aquarius. I don't think we have to throw Aquarius away. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like... Would he be so such a stiffler he... for the rules? If he was an Aquarius? If, if he, had he had Aquarius, Aquarius energy? energy? Well, if he was a Capricorn mm. man... Mm. yeah and you know he really did have that internal struggle where he was like i really care for violet but i also really care for the rules oh so, yeah, yeah that could there's be not there's which but not, that's like... so capricorn libra libra's i care about my relationships and capricorn's i care yeah. about the rules yeah i honestly could see him being a libra with like a capricorn rising and capricorn moon because yeah. he really approached everything in such a Capricorn way. Yeah. He was that like rule follower through and through. He like, but he was also, he got along with everybody. He never like, he was, he was just very under the radars, but he wanted to be above the radar that Capricorn was like seeking, you know, to be something great. But I think the Libra was just kind of bopping around mm-hmm. in that way. Um, I'm down for that. I, I like that. And yeah, that would put his too. Libra in the 10th house too, which is such leader energy. And his moon in the first, which is like, you know, I, I'm I'm telling you how I feel, but I feel that you need to go back to the squad scribe quadrant now, you know, like yes. uh Yeah, I mean, he's also very to protective. Yeah. Super pro- like overly protective. 
So maybe and that opposing her cancer son. That's what I was going to say with a cancer son, Capricorn son. We could definitely see how they vibed their whole life, especially in childhood way. And like, we're very complimentary, but like the circumstances have changed. And I don't know, she's got that more like a little bit of the adaptable and also of the like, screw you, fiery. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, there's definitely a lot of compatibility between these two, like Cancer Sun, Libra Sun. I mean, both Cardinal, so kind of going against each other and what they're moving forward with, but they can share that like. I don't know that dynamic excitedness about leading together but then that leo moon and capricorn moon like violet is definitely the more free like fun one out of these two and then yeah dane is much more of a stickler yeah yeah i like that i think yeah all right all right well zayden 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 ryerson how are we how do we all feel about the um enemies to lovers tropes trope love it oh we love it yes (laughs) (laughs) i also appreciated that like they were enemies but it wasn't as like i don't know for the cool prince fans out there there wasn't as much i hate you behind it as we are enemies by like law you know like we have to be enemies because you know our families have history and because I assume you're my enemy and it was a lot less like them being little bitches to each other in real life, as opposed to assuming that that's how things were going to be because of the circumstances. Yeah. Um, but I also, before we give him any placements, I'm going to throw out there again that we were given his birth month and it was oh. March. And I was like, Pisces oh. or Aries? Aries. Aries. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so he like, literally calls her violence as an endearing term. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So Aries, Aries and Scorpio, right? Scorpio, like, and Scorpio Rock. Ooh, yeah, I could see that. Also, did anyone else go down the deep dive of looking at the AI art for all of these characters? No, I did. Only when you sent them to me. Yep. Yep, oh, yep. send them to me. There's a whole side <laughs> of TikTok of all of these beautiful characters brought to life. Like an echo tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely so... Sun, Scorpio Moon. Oh, I thought we said. Oh, sorry, Scorpio, Scorpio Rising. Rising. Yeah, sorry. My brain. And I, I said Aquamoon because he very much is like going against what's everything's happening and like trying to his people were like meeting behind the scenes and he's like taking care of everyone and yeah yeah he's like leading a yeah he takes on a a very like caregiver role but in his own way in his own very violent and secretive way like he's taking care of it's his responsibility so i could see Mm -hmm, that being saturnian but i could also see that being like more on the capricorn side than the aquarius side and then that would be kind of interesting that both dane and zayden have cat moons well, I would also I could go for I could go for Capricorn because yeah, he was just like a leader. And even well, even in the actual quadrant, he was a wing leader. Yeah. Or or a squad leader. He was a squad leader. He yeah. was higher up than Dane. And um yeah. yeah, and like he did follow the rules and like do all that stuff. He just like also had this um I like the I like the Aquarius part of it though because Mm. he followed the rules but he wasn't at the same time like I I think he just had the Scorpio sneakiness of where he wasn't following the rules and the Aries strategy of knowing Mm. 
that I have to follow these rules because I am in the circumstances that I'm in. And these are the rules in which I will able, I will be able to climb the, I don't know, the ranks and do it well, but I yeah, I'll get responsibility to like go to the front lines and then do whatever the hell I want when I'm there. Yeah. Speaking as a Capricorn moon, it's very hard to go against the rules. And it, and I do have at least some 11th house energy mm. going on with that Aquarius. Like we can bend the rules, but I think it would be really hard for a Capricorn like rule follower to be like, we're meeting outside, but then again, like we're meeting outside, but somehow figuring a way to do it correctly, you know, like everybody leave by pairs so that we, they know we weren't meeting. So having a really deep understanding of the rules, I don't know. I got real distracted because I was looking at my Goodreads notes and I apparently highlighted this. I take the fertility suppressant and I just wrote, damn, that's cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, because the man, <laughs> the, the man, man takes the book. it. I know. As he should. Uh, Sorry, good true. stuff. I got really distracted by that. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, I'm down for either of those. Okay. Well, we I'm got Aries and Scorpio for sure. Yes. Yeah, Aqua or Capricorn Moon. I think I prefer Aqua, but we can leave the both. Saturn energy. Yeah, Saturn. Yeah, moon. Saturn. Imogen, who? If you don't remember, she was, um, well, Violet thought that Imogen liked Zayden. And in the end, Imogen ended up, like, training her and, like, making Violet stronger. And they were, like, buddies at the end. And Imogen was part of the Revolution crew. Yeah. She was just, like, sharp, hard edges of a character. Yeah. And, like, never really softened. But we just got to know that about her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the way she softened was like training her and like sitting with Violet at lunch and stuff. But that was the the most soft we got. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like soft in her own way. Like I could see her being an Aries moon and being like me training you to have this fitness, to have this strength. This is my way of showing that I care. Yeah. I was going to say I could see a Scorpio sun Aries moon, like that type of. And I could also see Leo being in there because she's got such a loyalty to Zayden. Like she, for all the shit that Violet would give her at any point, she was still like, I know that this is for a cause, which actually could be more Aquarius, but Hmm. wait, but then this would be the same top three as Zayden. That's really funny. Scorpio, Aries, Aquarius. Kind of makes sense. They have similar vibes in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else would it be? I could see her having Taurus in a little way of Ooh. being really like, this is how it is, bam. And I am a force to be <laughs> like, I am, I am not to be moved, you know? Yeah. I could see her having Taurus rising maybe um, or being a Taurus having Scorpio rising. I don't know. Hmm. Where's the Scorpio coming from again? She is a very... Um, like there's an intensity mm-hmm. and there's a, like, I mean, uh, I feel like that's where I get the loyalty from, but it's not, it doesn't oh, yeah. feel Leah loyalty to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. Scorpio loyalty, like a karmic bond. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Taurus sun, Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon. Aries rising. She could be Aries rising, yeah. And Scorpio moon makes sense for similar reasons. The like, this is how I'm taking care of you. It might seem fucked up, but it's love. 
<laughs> yeah. Or or the reverse. No offense, like, Martha. No, 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 it's okay. no offense taken, I guess. Um, Martha is a Scorpio moon, in case anyone didn't know. Yes. Um, or she could be a Scorpio rising, Aries moon, whatever. For mm. me. I like these top three for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Rhiannon, please remind me more about. Rhiannon She's the friend. Was- Violet's like friend that she swapped the shoe with at the first time and then like became buddies with and she was also like she could give me some sort of um I mean <laughs> I don't know like airy energy because she was mm. like I really like this person I really like this person and also but also like super um uh, that's that type of thing where you did this for me and you didn't have to do this for me. And now like, I'm here, like this yeah. wasn't a one time off. Like, you know, I really, it, again, it's like this loyalty, but it's a different type of loyalty. It feels like a, uh, somehow a softer loyalty than the other loyalty. Yeah, she's definitely about. softer. Does she ever backstab? I'm trying to remember. Does she do something in this book? No. Oh, okay. No. Cause there's, I feel like there was a friend who did do something, but um, I don't for her I feel like yeah that mutability factor is big I think that Gemini like you just have a feeling you just like the fact that Violet took such an initiative to give her direction because she needed mm-hmm. direction and she needed assistance she's it's giving kind of Gemini Pisces to me and she also like she was really uh strong and she was really good at fighting mm-hmm. and she really helped Violet like you know it wasn't just a I don't know like I'm just thinking when they were doing the thing together like when they had to climb the thing like she was really like looking out for her so there's yeah. some sort of I don't know maybe don't she has some say... cancer yeah I was thinking like cancer Gemini but then there's also something really um there's something like less grounding than the other characters but I wouldn't put in Pisces with those two you know yeah maybe she's not that spicy spicy spacey sorry <laughs> got spice on the brain <laughs> I don't I honestly almost wanted to say Taurus and I know yeah. you said she's not grounded but if she was like a Gemini rising that would give the like not being prepared with the right shoes and just kind of being like sleepy floppy but Taurus like she was so strong and just like consistent like what was that sleepy sloppy <laughs> I said flippy floppy oh <laughs> I think I don't even know what I said <laughs> honestly I can see a Taurus moon for her and then that Gemini rising and there's sort of that internal internal mix and then like cancer or something cancer sun taurus moon gemini rising yeah i like it i like the cancer sun because sometimes when you're around cancer suns they can give like air energy or fire energy well they can like mirror what you're doing yeah they you know they're like i know this is what you like this is what you can understand so let me like help you out there and mm-hmm. I like that she and Violet would bond so quickly like that. The compat the combat compatibility between Violet and Rand and two because the Cancer Suns and then the Leo and Taurus Moon like bringing each other out of each other's comfort zone and then the Virgo Rising and Gemini Rising both Mercurial so like understanding each other. I like that bond. Understanding each other, but then we so see a Gemini Rising energy for Rhiannon versus a Virgo Rising for Violet, and Violet's yeah, like. They- very <laughs> like i don't know virgo risings are prepared and have information and then gemini risings are not prepared but they've got lots of information so yeah yes. like uh they're like rolling <laughs> off the seat of their butt rolling off the seat of their butt another martha <laughs> for you <ya. laughs> you know what i'm trying to say yeah 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 
Oh man. And I feel like cancers have a really interesting way of being able to like, even though they're cardinal, I think they have an interesting way of being able to be both a leader and a follower energy because mm-hmm. the leader energy in the cardinal way, but the follow energy follower energy in the, you know, mirroring way that you said. And yeah. I think that they can, they can both swap those roles. Like, you know, both Violet and Rhiannon were able to be leader and follower for each other in a lot of situations in the book. Yeah. And cancer is such um, like queen energy. Like they're so much more influential than we we think they are. And the queen is always speaking into the king's ear and the king could be Capricorn in this situation. But cancer is actually giving like the ideas and what would be what would be a good good idea. Who yeah. run the world? Cancers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Next. Uh, uh, guys everybody just grab your tissues take a moment you know who we're about to talk about first off can we say liam is the first blonde character that isn't evil in a book all (laughs) men men blonde man all blonde men in all books are evil and liam is that's true tamlin Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. Sorry if you're reading Akotar right now. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Liam, I don't have any um, placements that I've thought about, but Liam gave me such Taurus. Mitch energy. Taurus. Yes. Okay, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Mitch energy. Such Mitch energy. I was like, this guy <laughs> is just bodyguarding. Like, he... I don't, he's just yeah it just such yes. Let's energy. just give him Mitch's top three. Uh, I really want to doesn't know Mitch is Mimi's partner. Yeah, and he's triple he, Earth and just he is like we've said in the past, dirt. He is dirt. dirt. But, oh my god. Okay, that's a compliment for anyone yes. who doesn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I love. I mean, he's so <laughs> he's so Taurus. He's so immovable, but he's such like teddy bear energy. Mm. But I I wouldn't be surprised if he had like some like leo yeah in a way like if he was a leo moon like taurus sun taurus rising leo moon something like that Mm. yeah 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 because he was like goofy and funny i feel like yeah 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 and yeah he he was friendly too you know like it wasn't all just Mm -hmm. stoic bodyguarding he was very friendly Yeah, yeah he was but he also like was you know oh well whatever you want i'm your bodyguard so i'm here yeah like, I'll it, move was, it was light-hearted for being so earthy like he was light-hearted yes. yeah you know yeah he was he felt light but he then, wasn't like blood, 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 you know? blood, blood, blood. <laughs> he's so <laughs> loyal and like stubborn in that loyalness which was so lovely Yes, yeah. I love him. Oh, I know I love him too. I, I just want to keep talking about him because I don't want him to be gone. I remember when you were reading the book, Mimi, and you wrote in our group chat, and you're like, "Oh my god, Liam!" And I was, I didn't remember who he was. Oh god! And I was like, Martha, why are you saying that for the public years? Like, take <laughs> yeah. it back. No, not because I didn't remember him. It's just you know when someone's talking about a book and they're like saying characters, and you're yeah. like, it's been like a month since I read that, like. Yep what and she gave no context it was just liam and i was like i was there i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was right at the end of the book and i just said liam oh my god brennan like it was just that yeah it's like there's so many names being thrown out right now who are we talking about but i i cried like a little baby during Uh, during the end there i know me too i thought they were gonna save him i know there was a moment where i was like oh maybe it's not over 
Yeah, I was like, no, he's going to come back. They're going to be fine. I'm like no, visibly no. upset right now. Oh, Liam. Cause, why? Because you're like, Mitch? Yeah, maybe. I was just like, well, no, no <laughs> silence for Liam. I just loved him. He was so great. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Okay. RIP Liam and moving on to Liam's opposite. Ugh. General Sorengale. Uh, <laughs> so Violet's is- mom. The leader of, like, basically the military of the quadrant. The military bitch. <laughs> also, also Capricorn. Yes. Um, also, like, I don't even know if I want to give her fire or not. Like, part of me wants to give her Aries because, like, war leader. But part of me is like, she just seems so cold. She seems so mm-hmm. cold. I think she could be a Capricorn rising. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I see the blend, but when but Aries rising can be not cold but stern and can be yeah. very direct and like I'm not here to joke around. So I could see actually yeah. more Aries rising and then a Capricorn sun. I I definitely can see that. Yeah, I don't know what I'd have for her moon because, ugh. I mean, would not... it be too obvious to be like Scorpio moon? Is this or my even a Capricorn moon too? General Soringale, my brother. <laughs> my brother in law is a jolly dude. I don't know how. I don't yeah. know how, but <laughs> I don't know. Like when it comes to her emotional well being, she just doesn't have one. Like she just doesn't bring it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like that's a, I feel like she like just locks it up and compartmentalizes, and she's like, I am general. This what about me. a Virgo moon? Oh my! I was literally just going to say it could be Virgo moon. Actually, I really like that, especially as a war leader too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could so, see Virgo moon. Yeah, Cap Sun Virgo moon. And also, there's that element of like Aries very Aries. kind of being critical, or like she's very critical oh, yeah. of herself, but she, instead she projects that out onto her daughter. Yeah, yeah, True. and and be exactly like, and everything has a place, and this is the way that it has to go. Because if it goes this way, then everything that I've worked for will fall into place. Like, I know how things are supposed to be very Capricorn Virgo blend and the Aries rising of no bullshit. I'm a freaking war general. Yeah. This also places Violet's son in General Sorengale's fourth house, which is great. This puts General Sorengale's moon in Violet's first house. Also very good. And then, yeah, I want to say something's in someone's eighth house there, too. Ah, this is good. Okay. Okay, we're feeling good this about it. This isn't our first rodeo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sinistry girlies get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And then we have some dragon talk. What about Taryn? Oh, okay. um, I don't know how to give these. Uh... What if we give like a general energy? Yes. Like if we had to give one energy per dragon. Cap. Cap. He's yeah, like, like he's a pop of... Yeah. Yeah. He's a I take papa. care. I am an old, I'm an old goodie. Yeah. And like people I'm an respect old... me. Like he has so, people respect Taryn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dragon. And it's with like the backup. Like it's not, for, exactly. It's earned. It's not for nothing. Yes. It's like it's, deep yeah. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cap. We'll just, yeah. Okay. We'll just give the dragons one. But and the then... dragons are multifaceted. <laughs> They are multifaceted, <laughs> but okay. Andarna is Pisces energy. Oh, yeah, such Pisces, Pisces for energy. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, also, find a Leo in there too. Like she literally is glowing. She is spotlight. So, like maybe Pisces Leo. Okay. 
okay. but she's precious. But like, so precious and so like, you know, I just want to do the thing because I love you. What do you need me to be? But by the way, I have powers. Like, yeah. She's golden retriever yeah. energy. She literally like exhausted herself to yeah. give some of her yeah. power to oh. heal it. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And then we've got Sigail, who is Taryn's mate and Zayden's dragon. Which I almost could also see like that Capricorn power couple, like old, wise, bonded. We rule the the dragon dragon land. Oh, oh even like Libra. Oh, okay. That sounds insane. I know because she literally like, is a crazy, scary dragon, but they're so coupled. They are so coupled. Ooh, I don't know. Okay, erase everything I've said. What were your first impressions, Sarah? I mean, I got a, I got like bad bitch energy that doesn't even like, you're not worth their time. Like you're not worth their time because like they, they take care of their own. And Mm. like that, I was almost getting Scorpio in not an intensity way, but in like a, I'm paired up. So I, I already worried about that. I'm good. I have this deep connection and you better do what I tell you to do because it's the way it's going to be. Like I've got like really intense and it's not a lack of wisdom, but I feel like Taryn exuded more of like the, the wisdom piece. And yeah. then Sigail was more like, this is how it is, bitch. Yeah. And She's like, I don't have to explain myself to you. Yeah. I want to yeah. say Aries almost, but yeah. like, it doesn't make sense for their like coupling. I feel like that makes them a real power couple. Yeah, Aries Capricorn. Like when Aries and Capricorn get their egos out of the way, they're a force to be reckoned with. But similar with Scorpio and Capricorn, honestly. Like get the egos out of the way as long as they've like bonded with each other. Or we can do like Aries Scorp for her. Is she that? I don't know. I know. I'm like, I'm not seeing. I don't know that I'm seeing the Aries. Like, I feel like Aries is much more in your face. Hmm. I don't feel like she was in your face. I feel like we just know of her. Yeah, we she like know. stepped aside to let people deal with their own shit. Well, well, yeah. that's kind of Aries. It's like I don't have time to deal with you guys. Yeah, and like everyone's just like afraid of her. <laughs> it's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like she didn't need to be like in people's faces. They just like felt the wrath. Yeah, they like knew. <laughs> Yeah, me on a grumpy day. Everyone in the house knows not to. Not we feel the wrath. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, (sighs) I I can't. I don't see Aries Scorpio blend, but I do see either Aries or Scorpio. Yeah. Why don't listeners? Why don't you let us know? Yeah, you let us know what you feel. If the if Sigel's more Aries or more Scorpio, because we got a Mars ruled energy either way, Mm -hmm. but. What are you feeling? Yeah. I mean, maybe she could have a little Virgo in there. Ooh. We'll leave I it open-ended. Okay. And I don't know why we saved this dickhead for last. I know. What? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what Mercury retrograde Whatever. decisions were we making? <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Jack Barlow. Lil bitch. Um, little bitch son dick moon <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I, I, whatever he is he's unevolved as fuck mm. um, 
I feel like there's there's definitely like Aries Leo unevolved of like I mean this is like Pride. when I think of Tasmanian yeah. devil energy and I better yeah. be in the spotlight and move the fuck out of my way because I'm literally pushing people off of cliffs. Yeah, he is also very fixed in like determined to get his way. <laughs> I was going to say, is there some tourists yes. in there? Are you, you know Jack Barlow? Every <laughs> time that you guys do an analysis when I'm not around, you give the worst character my placements. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Every so time funny. I'm like, I'm not Mrs. Hannibal. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like... What if, if we're listen? If we're I were all agree that you're not an evil, I person, could act yeah. like a Jack Barlow, I guess. <laughs> well, okay, you have other placements. I would say no. I got Pisces, Mars, and yeah. Saturn. Yeah. Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that for Jack Barlow, I could definitely see him being either a Leo or an Aries. Yeah, I see both. Yeah, um, Leo rising. An Aries sun. But I don't see him as a Taurus moon. I don't think he is. I don't either. I think even like he could be Gemini moon because he's not like very organized. Is he like very organized in the way that he gets about goes about doing his deeds? He's just like he feels like a bulldozer. Yeah. I mean, Mm, if you're saying Tasmanian devil, Aries Gemini is quite Tasmanian devil. Okay, but I'm also that. not attached because I don't really remember much of like any nuance to Jack. Well, I feel like we can't really like say his moon sign because we don't really know who he is. Other we than didn't get him to know his moon like... sign as well. That's so true. Yeah. So, true. so we'll leave him with Aries Sun Leo rising because of that like complete just I mean, he was fiery energy and he was passionate like he wasn't sneaky evil. He was out loud like you yeah. know i'm coming for you threat <laughs> you know yes. yeah 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 we don't need to give him a moon we don't even like him anyways yeah okay no moon okay no, <laughs> no moon, moon. <laughs> like just <laughs> no capacity for emotion <laughs> oh my god let us know if any of these well, characters have your top three or your placements yeah also i just feel like it's interesting depending on the book depending on the analysis i feel like sometimes characters have so many of the same placements or like, or sometimes they're more well-rounded, but this it's like Aries, Capricorn, Scorpio. And I'm like, we're not getting a lot of Sag or Gemini here. There's not a lot of lighthearted. No. (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's funny how like, or even Libra. I mean, we, we have some Libra for Dane, but there's just not a lot of, uh, and like the lightest characters like Andarna and that's the Pisces energy we brought, you know? (laughs) So it's just so funny how depending on the book, you see like these intensity signs while put together. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in any book, like whatever genre it's in, you're going to get more concentration of like a couple of signs because those are the the archetypes that are going to find themselves in the situation like these signs that we talked about are the signs that are going to find themselves in a warlike situation i bet violet's dad is like a sag that higher learning and oh sad virgo (laughs) yeah sad virgo cancer because he seemed like a gentleman yes Anyway. Like, I don't know if you're trying to say gentleman or a gentleman. But... <laughs> a gentle man. A gentle okay. male. <laughs> yeah. This was fascinating. Well, I cannot wait to read the second one. Well, it's already out. It, 
<laughs> by the time this comes out, yeah. it'll be out. I know. So, we'll probably have already read it, you know, in the two days between <laughs> the second literally. book coming out and this analysis. I already pre-ordered it, so it oh. will be on my Kindle. Amazing. Nice. Let us know if you agree or disagree or if you have extra suggestions for any of the ones that we didn't totally flush out. And maybe after the second book, we'll do different characters. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of characters we didn't like hit on. Yeah, update if there's new information. Maybe we haven't even accessed all the moon information for yeah. these characters, you know? Oof. Moon update. Yes. A moon update. <laughs> and then let us know if you think Sigils and Aries are a Scorpio. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let us there's know. a way to do it in Spotify now. I don't know if everyone has noticed, but there's like a way to interact through Spotify. So you can yes. just click and put your answer in right there if you're listening on Spotify. Otherwise, you can reach out to us on Instagram at the Stars Made Me Podcast. Yes, and check us out on TikTok too. We're at the Stars Made Me Podcast there. And the most epic Patreon of Patreons. Come check us out with the stars made me do it. We have a second podcast over there where we go over the transits of the week and we have really amazing people there. And we got a discord that we chat all about analysis and different things. So I'm excited yeah. to <laughs> chat with our patrons about this one. Cause I know a bunch of them have read it. So it's going to be great. Yes. Well, thanks so much for listening guys. And Sierra, why did we talk about fourth wing today? Cause the stars made us do it. Ah!